I trust that you guys have recovered from the guitar episode. So now we're ready to get back to business. We're going to be looking at the listicle that I promised. and That's on networking mistakes that you shouldn't be making. Now, networking is an intriguing topic for we uh, wedding industry folks because it's almost a given, especially for those of us in Nigeria um, and America. It's almost a given that if you step into the wedding industry space, networking is going to be one of the tools in your arsenal. So for Nigerians and for Americans, it's automatic that if you decide to become a wedding photographer, you're expected to know other photographers. You're supposed to uh, collaborate and second shoot. Uh, supposed to know um, industry. You're supposed to know, um, uh, sorry, what are they called? Coordinators. That's hall coordinators, event planners, makeup artists. Um, you're supposed to have a, a nice working knowledge of who and who is out there, what their specialties are, how you guys can collaborate to network together, to share business amongst each other, to promote each other, those sorts of things. So networking is a given. It's almost a given. There are some people who buck the trend. So it's almost a given that um, if you decide you're going to be a wedding industry professional, that networking you're going to have to do uh, networking. So it's an intriguing topic for those of us in the industry. And it's something that we keep talking about ad nauseum. So uh, chances are, if you attend a wedding, um, a wedding industry, um, what are they called? These, you know, big events where you have professionals that come together and things like that. So if you attend one of those events, it's almost a given that networking and stuff like that are always items on the agenda for uh, discussion. Now, that happens even when it's a wedding industry um, event at large, like the one that holds in Lagos. I think is I think is it TXA or TEXA or something. The event experience. So, well, I haven't attended anyway, but this really big thing, I think it's new. It's going on for maybe two or three years. I'll have to confirm what the name is and let you guys on the podcast know. But I think it's T-E-X-A or something like that. It holds in Lagos. So that's a one of those uh, bigger, more umbrella type um, events uh, that has it has everyone there basically. So photographers show up, cake people show up, makeup people show up, hall people show up. Um, you know, even drinks people show up. Uh, security bodyguards, basically everybody's um, is there. And I've noticed that every year you have one form of uh, networking, collaborating, and these sorts of things on the menu. And it's also the same with the uh, NP. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's the Nigerian Photography uh, something. This is well. Anyway, let's just say that there's a there's another popular. Uh, Nigerian Photography um, Forum. This one holds, usually it's much larger, so it holds in multiple locations. I think Lagos, uh, Abuja, and I'm not sure which other state. Is it Port Harcourt? Um, well, anyway, multiple locations across the Federation. And of course, you have speakers who come and speak not just about uh, 
the business and the art of photography but there's always someone there who is going to talk about networking and collaboration and those sorts of things so basically what i'm saying in a roundabout fashion is if you are involved in the event space the wedding event space um you're definitely going to have to do a lot of networking it's just the tradition in these parts so the mistakes that were explored in the listicle and uh, the first one is that you aren't keeping up to date with your current network and yes that is a mistake that a lot of people uh, make because you go around these events so let's say you happen to be at TEXA or the NPP that's the photography one you get to meet lots of people you exchange phone numbers you get business cards you hop on each other's Instagram uh, what else uh, you hop on people's LinkedIn if you're one of those LinkedIn types and then after the event is over you just go ghost and so you have a thousand people on your phone who are involved in the wedding industry but you haven't called them you haven't texted you haven't done anything even once in 365 days and so the year comes around again and you happen to meet at the same program you happen to meet at texa and then you have that awkward conversation as oh oh yeah you're that guy who blah 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 or you're that lady who blah 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 uh, we should get together we should chat and then after all that you repeat the same thing neither of you get in touch for another 365 days and basically you guys are just in each other's orbit but are not uh, of much use to each other so that's the first mistake you have to learn how to keep in touch when you add people to your network now i think a lot of people fall into this error not because they don't know that they're supposed to keep in touch i think deep down we all know that we should the problem is people don't have a framework for how they are supposed to keep in touch and that is what the discipline of personal sales can help with uh, over here now if you guys remember my faithful listeners um the classical ideas about sales is that it's not about you so typically when you're at texa or npp or whatever um event that you're at and you're meeting new people and things of that nature you should be paying attention to them you should be finding out about what their business is uh the current challenges what they're working towards um stuff like that make the interactions all about them now the thing is when you do that and you leave the event um, networking is going to be a whole lot easier now because when you call up um, so 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 and so you happen to know where they were the last time that you spoke their current trajectory in uh, business or what they were trying to do creatively so follow-up conversations are going to be very easy and very smooth because you're going to be able to call up and say um madam jumake how are you doing it was really nice meeting you at that seminar I enjoyed your um, presentation that you did on that, 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 that. It inspired me to do uh, this. How is Project X coming along? You mentioned that you wanted to try out this and this and that with uh, this person on a, um, on a uh, vendor shoot to promote this aspect of your business. How is that coming along? So, you see, you already have a current you already have a structure for how you're going to open the conversation and those kinds of conversation are going to be well first of all they're going to be appreciated by the person because everybody i mean we're all what's the word self-interested 
people say we're all selfish. I don't think we're selfish. I think we are self-interested. So we're all self-interested. And so when people call up and uh, the, it shows, they show that they've been paying attention to us, it's a, it's a really nice, it's a good buzz uh, to have. And that's going to lead to a very um, useful and fruitful uh yeah, fruitful uh, conversation. And the good thing about those kinds of conversation are in the kind of gist that you come up with, you know, in the repartee, the other person replying and filling you up to date with uh, what she's been working with and things like that. You also get little bits of uh, snippets here and there about um, that will basically serve as the agenda for the next conversation. So if she says things are going on okay, but we thought they were going to do a rollout campaign and they want to see how they can get on DSTV, on uh, Studio, uh, I think it's called, is it Studio 24 or Studio 23? They want to get on Studio 23 and they're aiming for October. At the end of the conversation, you have another thing, another item to... Uh, put down um, in your notes about how uh, well the project is going, what the next timeline is. And of course, you know then that you're going to be in touch either in October or November to also follow up with how things have gone. Now, when you pay attention to the other person and you now have uh, terms, um, things um, to discuss, uh, of course, things that are relevant to the other person in your follow-up um, conversation, that also gives you a, a uh, what will I say? It also gives you a signpost about how you can be handy. So let's say you're in my situation where you grew up in a media uh, family. Uh, well, yeah, I grew up in a media family. My father was a journalist. My mother was in public relations, although I don't have many contacts in that regard. But let's just say you let's just assume that you grew up in one of those kinds of families and you still um, kept in touch and so you know people who are in the industry, you might be able to now say, oh, I can help you out with uh, introductions to so, 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 and so. Do you think that that's going to be um, uh, useful? So it might be, it might not be. But either way, you're beginning to establish uh, and sow the seeds uh, of your reputation as a uh, a handyman, a go-to guy, and you're going to be, a, uh, sorry, guy or girl. And you're now going to be very going to be a useful member of the network because everybody will know that um, if you need to get something done you can call up on uh, so 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 and so because he's very useful he has um, good insights he has good connections and uh, stuff uh, you know things of that nature so as usual I'm freestyling here so I can't give you a properly itemized and academically correct perspective of how to go about this but I hope you guys have been able to get the uh, the gist that um, not keeping up with people in your network is an error, and the reason why the reason why you're most likely falling into that error is because you don't have a framework for keeping in touch. So use a sales framework for keeping in touch. Learn about the other person, what the other person is interested in, uh, projects that they're working on, what's their trajectory uh, in their personal life, uh, professional life, um, creative activities, stuff like that. Let that serve as the bulwark for your following up and you're going to end up having really interesting, enlightening and productive conversations. So that's it about um, following up. So... Um, it will be best to adopt that procedure rather than doing the Nigerian thing, which is you call up and you say, uh, 
Auntie Kemi, uh, how you day? I just say make I greet you. You know that 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 doesn't that doesn't work. I mean, in the beginning, that might be okay to call up somebody and say, "Oh, Kemi, how are you doing?" I just call to say hello. You know that's good. But by the time you do that in January, and then you call in March and do that again, and then you call in April and do that again, I just call to greet you. That it gets old, and people get wary of those kinds of conversations that seem to go uh, nowhere. Hello, I'm just check, checking up on you. Hello, I just called to <clears throat> to greet you. Hello, I just called to see how you're getting along. Okay, now the next error that they put there was asking for too much or too little. Uh, well, 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 what can I say about this? I'm not sure if it's an error or not, but there's one thing that I'd like to chip in uh, from a sales perspective. And that's this uh, idea of um, reciprocity when it comes to making requests. Now, from a personal sales um, perspective, this is something that is a little dicey and we should try uh, to avoid. From the traditional sales background, the focus is on how much value that you can bring to the situation and how much value you bring to your prospects and people in your network. So you shouldn't be paying attention to or keeping tabs of what value you have given and what to expect in return because things like that quickly become very icky. So if after TEXA, I was able to bring two weddings to Antikemi, I now kind of expect that Antikemi should bring two weddings my way or three weddings my way. Things like that get very, um, they get very uh, icky very quickly. So it's something that I would say we should avoid. So how much is too much and how much is too little? I have absolutely no idea, but I think the focus should always be on the value that you are bringing to the relationship and to the network and to your prospects and not necessarily on what you're going to get in return. Not that you shouldn't expect anything in return, but um, let me just put it this way. Whether you expect anything in return or not, the idea is that if you try to be a useful resource within your network, then the karma will come back to you in spades. So it doesn't matter if you've given, um, you've given, you've taken, you've been able to give uh, Auntie Kemi um, two weddings and you've been able to give Mr. Fred two weddings and everybody two weddings in your uh, network. If nothing comes back to you this year, you know, that's all and good. You really don't know what multiplier effects lie in the future and how it could advance your um, your career and your um, your business interests. So just hang in there and focus on being a driver for value and don't worry about reciprocity for now. So that is one error that I want us to be mindful um, of because I've seen situations where that doesn't play out uh, too well. You dish out a few weddings to someone, you feel like they're not bringing anything your way and so because of that you hold back and then you stifle what could otherwise have been a fruitful <clears throat> relationship okay now this next error i definitely agree with waiting until you need the network before you build it <clears throat> now a lot of people yeah lots of people make this mistake say oh let me go out and uh, network i need to network to build my business and that is the wrong approach if you're networking because you're not making enough profits and things of that nature you are not going to see any returns right now 
because networks yield relationships um, in the future. They don't real sorry, they yield um, benefits. Yes, that's what I was looking for. Networks yield benefits in the future, not now. So I can't go to um, TEXA or NPP and collect a bunch of business cards this week and expect to see business next week. It takes some time. You have to cultivate the network. People need to know you. They need to like you. They need to trust you. They need to be sure that you're credible before they can refer you to other people. And these sorts of things take time. So you meet Auntie Kemi at TXA and you exchange cards. You need to have a few conversations with her before she knows that you're a credible um, uh, makeup artist or event planner. Uh, maybe you guys even work on one or two projects. Or she happens to attend the wedding where you're the one who is the planner. You know, she gets a sense of your credibility. Then she can refer you um, to uh, some of her clients and bring some business your way. So bottom line is the network that is going to be of value to you today, that will put money in your pocket today, is something that you must have cultivated last year or the year prior. So network now, yes, and have faith for the future. But don't assume that the network that you build today is going to bring you um, money, is going to bring you value next week. So don't wait until you need the, the network. Start building it right now. If you're fortunate that you're one of the young ones who's getting into the business right now, then start networking right away. Because you might come in on a high because you got referrals from uh, friends and family and maybe people at the office where you used to work to work at. But um, you're going to run out of that um, source of business in typically about a year or so. So there's some people, yes, that come in on a high. Like I mentioned, I uh, my first portfolio was a collection of the first eight weddings that I did. And those were done in quick um, uh, succession. So... Um, you could come in assuming that you're on fire and you've got some uh, steam, but eventually that is going to run out. So start networking from the get-go. Even if you happen to be shooting weddings every week or planning weddings um, every week, start the networking now. Um, let's see. What else? Okay. Another mistake that they have here is that you don't have uh, good communication starters. Okay, I think I've already referred to this in the first one. Um, the old school way of thinking about networking is to see what nice quips that you have to start a uh, conversation. Uh, but I don't think we should focus on that. I think we should focus on the uh, other person. I think a simple, um, oh, uh, Miss Kemi, that was a wonderful session that you delivered. Uh, uh, tell me more about your business. What are you currently working on? I think that is a good enough opener. You don't need anything um you don't need uh, anything fancy. In fact, um, this is other guy that I listened to, uh, Antonio, Antonio, hmm, I can't remember his name, uh, Antonio something. I will try and remember that and mention it in the next uh, episode. So in fact, he says that when you had a networking session and people say, oh, Tavishima, uh, nice to meet you. What do you do? He says that you should try and flip it round and speak to the other person. So you say, um, Tavishima, what do you do? I say, I'll tell you what I do, only after you tell me what it is that you do. And then you start uh, having the conversation from there. Or you can just mention it briefly that, oh, I'm a wedding uh, photographer. I noticed from your tag that you seem to be a, uh, that you're a planner. 
Uh, are you based in Lagos by any chance? Because I know a few people in Abuja and I haven't heard your name before. And then you start off the conversation um, uh, that way. So, uh, um, Victor Antonio, that's his name. So, Victor Antonio, um, uh, what he says is that you should always flip it around and speak about the other person. Because of the reasons that I mentioned earlier, which is that we're all self-interested and so it will make a better impression on the other person if it seems like you are enthusiastic and listening um, throughout the conversation. Now, apart from that, he also recommends it for practical reasons. If you go around and you talk to 20 people and all you did was talk about yourself, then you haven't gotten any valuable business intel to work on later on. But if you go around and speak to 20 people and you find that 10 people you possibly can't um, couldn't have had anything to do with them in the future because of differences in personality or business interests uh, or business goals and stuff like that but you find that you have things in common with 10 of them particularly five people that you think you can have a fruitful relationship with you're going to be able to leave that venue that txa or npp and you have a solid plan for how you're going to follow up on five people that is going to yield a whole lot more fruit than walking around and telling everybody that, oh, hello, my name is Tavishima. I'm an Abuja-based photographer, and my aim is to be the blah, 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 blah. You had 20 of those conversations. It's not going to do you much good. But you take this other approach, flip it around, speak to other people, see who's interesting, see who you vibe with, and come up with a plan, follow through. That would be a really good way to build up the network. And then uh, the final mistake that they went through here is your follow-up is all about yourself. I guess I've already uh, addressed that. So these are just some ideas that we've discussed um, regarding networking and the mistakes that uh, people typically make. I hope I've been able to convince you guys and not confuse you. I was used to say back in primary school, back in those days of debating, I hope I've been able to convince and not confuse you that the discipline of sales and personal selling has a lot of useful principles, tips, tricks, and insight that we can bring to networking and can help to grow our business overall. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based photographer, Tavishima Ayede. If you would like to get in touch, my email address is ayede.tavere at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you guys at the next episode.